see how great, how great is our God, how great is our God, oh, how great is our God. Is our God how great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. He's the name. 
doesn't change how great you are doesn't negate the fact that you are God you are God and you know the beginning and you know the end you know the in between God so we appreciate you on today how great are you father and so we give you praise and we give you glory saying that we love you father and we acknowledge you as our Lord. We acknowledge you as our Father on today. Because you are great. You're awesome. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. Can you say it out your mouth on today? Thank you for loving me, Father. Thank you for loving me, Father. 
Thank you for loving me. Thank you for taking care of me. Thank you for holding me up. Thank you, Father, for covering me. Thank you, Father, for protecting me. Thank you, Father, for being my Abba Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. And now, Father, as we go further on today in this worship experience, we just want our hearts to be open to what the Spirit has to say to us on today. We want us to be able to, we want to block out everything that would hinder us from receiving your word on today. From receiving what you have to say on today. Speak through these lips of clay, oh God. And let me only speak, Holy Spirit, what the Father wants me to say. I decrease as you increase in me on today. You are great. You're awesome and you're mighty. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. You may take your seats on today. I'm not even going to talk about the technical difficulties that we've had on today. But it's all right. We praise God for it. It just goes. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Just goes to show you. That we don't have all of the control. Amen. Even though we think we have control. We don't have it. I appreciate you who are watching us on uh, social media. Via live stream on our live stream campus. We appreciate you on today. We truly appreciate your faithful viewership. Your faithful viewership. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for liking our video. Thank you for show, sharing it. You can be a disciple by hitting the share button and sharing it with your friends. You can be a disciple by putting in the chat box how great is our God. You can be a disciple and testify right now. Just testify right now. Put it in the chat box. Testify right now how good God has been to you. He's kept us through COVID. My God. Hallelujah. Even though Pastor Robin and I had COVID, it didn't take us out like it did some people. We're still yet living and being on, on the on the land of in the land of the living. That's a blessing, y'all. Hallelujah. We appreciate that. Don't want to um let you forget. This week we're gonna be doing something a little different for um Momentum Wednesday, we are going to be uh, doing Zoom with another church on this coming Wednesday. Um, And Pastor Robert will be speaking on that Zoom live feed. So y'all come on in and and join us. We'll share the the live stream link. Um, But he will be speaking on this coming Wednesday. It's a church up in uh, Roanoke, Virginia, I believe it is. Um, and uh, he will be speaking uh, with that church. Technology has allowed us to do a whole lot of things differently, and we appreciate God for that. Um, of course, we don't want you to forget about your giving. Um, you can give via Cash App. It's a uh, dollar sign, open altar. Um, just give. Uh, definitely make sure that you pay your tithes. Um, I was telling the people on last week that... Um, 
stimulus checks come came in and I'm gonna be honest with you I just believe on tithing on everything that I have I believe in giving on everything that I have and and so we just uh, ask that you would uh, give according to what the Lord has spoken unto you um, Pastor Robert and I have heard uh, a, a pastor of ours that we know um, he says that there's two amounts that God will give a higher amount and a lower amount the lower amount is normally ourself because we're fighting and we're struggling the higher amount is normally God so let God lead you in your giving on today praise God and I am going to need someone to work the slides on today. They're playing tricks with me. They're bouncing back and forth, and I don't want that to be a distraction. We are going to continue our series. It's entitled Wide. Wide. Wide series. Wide. And it means walking in dominion last week. Um, and it says that it says Genesis the 26th chapter the first chapter I'm sorry in the 26th verse and it says then God said let us make man or human beings in our image to be like us they will reign they will reign over the fish in the sea the birds in the sky, the livestock, and all the wild, um, I'm trying to deal with my Bible, animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Verse 27 says, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. When I was looking at that, be fruitful and multiply, God intends for us to uh, have dominion. God intends for us to um, uh, have dominion over everything, the fish of the sea and the, the fowl of the air. Praise God. And so God created human beings in his own image and in the image I think you'll have to uh, put the video over on the other screen. Um, so God created human beings in his own image. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and the animals that scurry along the ground. So in other words, God was giving us dominion. He gave us dominion over everything and you remember last week I talked about um, dominion having dominance or power um, dominion hat means to have legal authority have legal authority over it. it means responsibility that means when we have dominion we have responsibility when when I give you something and tell you to tend to it or or if you have um, a, a car you have a responsibility to pay the car payment if you don't have a car payment you have a responsibility to make sure that that car the oil is changed that the tires are not wearing out in order to 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 keep it up 
it and then this is what I really uh, like. It it means dominion means to place your foot on the neck of your conquered enemy. It means that your enemy is already conquered. You don't have to try and go and conquer it, but your enemy is already conquered and you put your foot on the neck of the enemy. Why? It's signifying that you are going to submit and come into subjection to me and not me coming to subjection to you. Y'all agree with me on that? Sickness is not going to rule my body. Depression is not going to rule my body. Uh, 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 unforgiveness is not going to rule over me, but instead, uh, 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 holding bitterness and anger is not going to rule over me. My past is not going to rule over me. Why? Because it's already conquered. And so what I'm telling those things, what I'm telling depression, what I'm telling sickness, what I'm telling my past is that you must come into subjection me because I have dominion I have dominion you are already conquered I said it meant uh, uh, means skilled mastery means that we have to tap into the Holy Spirit and and recognize and understand Holy Spirit how is it that I am to take dominion and last week I talked about the uh, one of the points is um, in order to walk in dominion you must know who you are And so as knowing who we are, I talked about the whole adoption piece. I talked about being adopted. Let's look at uh, Romans 8, 16 and 17. And I'm going to read it from a different translation on today. Romans 16 um, and 17, it says, for his Holy Spirit speaks to us deep within our hearts and tells us that we are really, that we really are God's children. Who speaks to us deep in our heart? Holy Spirit does. Holy Spirit speaks to us deep in our heart. And it says um, that we are God's children. He identifies with us that we are the children of God. Once we uh, ask the Lord Jesus Christ, we surrender our life to him. Holy Spirit then becomes, uh, then starts to identify, causes us to ident- uh, 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 change our mindset and who we should identify with. We are no longer the children of sin. We are no longer the children of uh, 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 of, uh, of Satan, so to speak, but we now become the children of God. And he begins to say, wait a minute, this is who you are to identify with. And it says in verse 17, it says, and since we are his children. And when I was reading it in this translation, it, it really got me. It says, and since we are his children, we share his treasures. We share everything. You remember I said to be fruitful. God wants us to be fruitful. He doesn't want us to be walking around broke, disgusted and um, either either uh, uh, in the natural sense or even in the spiritual sense. He wants us to be fruitful. And when we're fruitful, it means that not only is our life um, being full of, but we are also able to give out of the abundance that we have that God has to be able to share and to bless with others. That's what fruitful means. You don't want to go to an apple tree and expect the apple to have some fruit and it only has one piece. That's not being fruitful. 
What it is, we want to be a tree to where others can come and pick from. To where others and to where we look like we're, we're walking and smelling uh, uh, like the blessing that God has called us to be. And it says, since we are his children, we shall share his treasures. For all God gives to his son. Listen to this. Jesus is now ours too. Is now ours. So if we're walking in lack, if we're not being fruitful, then we have to say, what's the problem? What's the problem? If we're if, if we're, we're if we're we're living in a, in a in a mindset or in a life of lack, we need to say what's the problem? We got to recognize who we are, and it says um, it's ours too. But if we share, if we are to share His glory, we must also share His suffering. So that, what that's saying is is that Jesus suffered. So there are going to be some times that we are going to suffer. There are going to be some times that we're going to experience some hardship. Does that mean that we're not fruitful? Does that mean that we don't have access to the things that the father has said that we could have access to? As children of God, as a doc, we are his children. I was driving to, uh, to church this morning and I was like, daddy, I'm yours. You know, I call him daddy. And let me just give you a little testimony. This isn't in my message, but I just feel led to, to share it. Um, I didn't grow up with the greatest of childhood. I didn't grow up with a mother and a father in the household that set a great example. And the truth be told, the father that was in the house, he was my stepdad because my real father passed away. But the truth be told, he molested my sister. That was the example that I saw. The other part of it is, um, not only that, I, he physically abused me. So that's the example that I saw as a, as a father. Maybe I'm helping somebody on today. Maybe, maybe, maybe you who are watching me via live stream have understood that, Hey, look, you know, I, I, I know where you're coming from. I didn't have a great example of a father in the house. And, and I hope I didn't get too personal, but that, set the mindset of a father for me. Y'all, y'all get what I'm saying? It set the mindset of what a father. And so then as I got older and even now in, in my uh, uh, 30 years of being saved, I'm just now coming to a, 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 a fullness of really experiencing God as my father, as my daddy. Because the truth be told is that um, that 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 human side of a father sets the example for the spiritual side. Am I right about that? Y'all understand what I'm coming from? It's, it it kind of gives you that example. So when that relationship has been broken down, it has a tendency to uh, cause us to put God in that same frame of mind. Right. Yours wasn't from a natural father or maybe it was from a, a, a broken relationship, a husband or, or whatever, or, or, or you had a friend that um, for the men, you had a friend that betrayed and you looked at him or a spiritual father that you looked up to and he betrayed your trust and he broke that trust. It caused you to look at God in a different way. And so now after all of my years of, of being uh, uh, saved, I'm now coming to understand 
God as my father. And I'm asking him, I, I told him the other day, said, Lord, so daddy, I said, I don't know how to uh, relate to your love for me. Can you please show me? Can you please show me how to relate to you and how to receive you as being my father? That's just being plain and simple. Y'all don't y'all don't have to pray. I'm, I'm in it by myself. I guess I am. I'm in it by myself. Will you say amen, Sister Thelma? I'm not. Thank you. Because it's hard for a God that you cannot see, a, a father that you cannot touch to be able to relate and to to feel that that love. And I, I say I need to feel you. I need to experience your love for me as my father. And so um, he just began to love on me. Even on this morning, he just began to uh, I, I just started clapping my hands in the car. I guess the folks next to me at the stoplight was like, when the world's gone. I mean, I was clapping my hands so loud. And because you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to drown out the thoughts that the enemy was putting in my mind. I said, not today. And so his love began just to over or just come all over me and just to overshadow me. But in order to walk in dominion, we have to understand that we have been adopted. We have been adopted by a loving father. We have been adopted. And not only are we adopted, but we are heirs and joint heirs. Y'all remember on last week, an heir, I talked about an heir and how an heir, because uh, everything, it said everything that belongs to Jesus now belongs to us too. And so that means that we are heir. The same thing that Jesus has right to, we have right to it too. Amen. God, when y'all think the same thing that Jesus has access to, I got access to it, too. It means that uh, 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 Sister Thelma, you ain't got no more access than I have. There is no greater or uh, lesser. And I remember when the disciples were disputing and saying, who is the greatest? And Jesus said, nobody, none of y'all. I'm a servant, too. So we are all equal. Amen. Ain't no great and no less. It ain't no more powerful and no less. We're all on the same level. Amen. No greater, no lesser. But in order to uh, uh, understand that, we must understand that who we are, we are adopted. We are God's children. We have the power. We have the authority. We have the dominion. But we have to know how to exercise it. We have to know how to responsibly handle the authority, to responsibly know how to walk in the authority that we have. As children of God, if I'm going to be honest with you right now, if you gave me a gun, I wouldn't be too responsible. Why? Because I'm scared of guns and I might take the safety off and out of fear, shoot somebody. That's not being responsible at all. I'm just saying. So the policemen need to have the gun. They have the authority. They know how to handle it and they know how to handle it responsibly. And so God expects the same thing for us. Um, it was so funny yesterday. I was watching a movie and maybe y'all remember it and maybe you don't. It's called, um, uh, you remember the movie Annie? There's about three versions that came out. One came out in 1986 or 82 time frame. And it, it was about a little orphan girl. Um, and, and she was in the orphan and she was the sweetest little girl. She took care of everybody. One little girl was crying, having nightmares and she grabbed, a, she grabbed a girl and she was the, she was the, 
the 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 uh, how do I want to say it? She was a more aggressive one out of the out of the uh, the little girls. And but one day this man came and got her or the, uh, the man's secretary or uh, administrator came and got her. Long story short, they brought her into the house and it was only supposed to been for a week. And Annie was came up in there and she looked up at the ceiling. It was like, oh, my God, it was just huge. People were all in the balcony. People came to meet her. Not only did she bring herself, but she brought her dog with her. And um, Annie got in there and uh, little Annie, little Annie, she was just amazed at everything that she was seeing. And the lady asked her that brought her there. So what is it that you want to do first? And she got in the house and she said, well, I think I will uh, uh, clean the windows first. She said, because if I clean the windows, the water that I clean the windows with will drop on the floor and then I'll clean the floors first. And so then she went over there to stick her hand in the bucket to start cleaning. And the lady said, no, that's not what I mean. That's not what I'm talking about. She says, you don't have to do anything here. You don't have to earn. She said, no, Annie said, I have to earn my key. She said, you don't have to earn anything here. She said, all of this is here for you. She said, well, how do I earn my key? It's just there for you to receive and to enjoy. And God is saying the same thing to us because I have brought you into my family. I brought you into my house. You don't have to earn anything. It's already yours. It is already yours. Let's look at Galatians 4, 6 and 7. Galatians 4 verses 6 through 7. And I think I can show you that uh, the little picture of Annie, if not. Galatians 4, 6, and 7. Galatians 4, 6, and 7. I may have to read it on the screen because I don't have it. Galatians 4, verses 6. Yes, please. And I get excited over the word of God. Galatians says... And because we are his sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. So now we can rightly speak of God as our dear, dear father. Verses seven says, now we are no longer slave, but God's own sons. And since we are his sons, everything he has belongs to us. Everything. That's the word of God. Everything he has belongs to us longer lays we don't have to beg for it we don't have to uh uh, uh prompt and prompt for it it's already a uh, promise and it's already ours um and i put it's not a promise it's a reality it's already done don't think that it has to you have to work for it the only thing that you have to do is receive it and so in walking in dominion every day, we have to know how to tap into the privileges that are already ours. We have to know how to write that check. Y'all can we can have a check. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's funny because uh, some of the younger people don't know how to write a check. Don't know how to write out a check. Don't know what it means to balance a checkbook. 
you know, you look on your phone and see what your balance is. And I'm not trying to get up in anybody's business, but I've realized that I've realized that I, ha I have young people in my family. They don't know what, what, how to write a check. It's funny, but they don't. And some of us in the spiritual realm, some of us as God's children don't know how to write the check. My God, I just said a mouthful right there. God wants to teach us how to write the check for the things that we need, how to cash in on the privileges that we can enjoy. He's not talking about some new futuristic time. He's talking about right now, right now, how to access what he said we can enjoy right now. And we have to stop living beneath our privileges. So number one, understand that we're adopted. Understand. And number two, this is my, my second point. And it says um, uh, uh, we have to know how to walk in who we are. How do we walk in dominion every day? Know how to walk in who you are. And how we walk who we are is just one word through faith. Through faith is how we walk in who we are. Through faith. Through faith. That's, that's, I, can't, I don't have no other way to put it but through faith. Let's look at uh, 1 Timothy 6 and 7. And I'm going to see if I can pull it up here. because 1 Timothy 6 and 7 says, um, Teach those who are rich in this world. Not to be proud and not to trust their money, which is so unreliable. It says their trust should be in who? In God, who richly gives us all we need. Who gives it to us? Our job. Who gives it to us? God. It's not our job. It's not other people. It is God that richly gives us all we need for what? Our enjoyment. So does that seem like it's talking about a futuristic time? Does that seem like it's like when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing it will be? No, it sounds like right now, doesn't it? Right now. So we have to learn how to um, uh, 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 uh receive and to tap into what God richly gives us. He gives it to us. We don't have to take it. He gives it to us as us being his father. And it says, don't trust in money. Money. I was talking to pastor Robert. We were talking um, the other night and I said, money is the root of all evil, not having money, but the love of money is the root of all evil. People love their money so much that it turns them to a different person. People love their money so much and their possessions so much that they cannot even function on a, on, on a mental way. People love their money and love their possessions so much that it will cause them to turn against loved ones. Y'all ever see money will break up families. Possessions will break up families. 
The love of it. It means that instead of you understanding that God gave this, you have fallen in love with it. And now it's causing you to distance yourself. It's causing you to turn into a whole nother person that God said, I didn't bless you with it so you can be that. So he gives it to us for our enjoyment through faith. Our entire walk with God is based on faith. Faith. Some people are oh, the faith movement. Look, at this particular point, we walk by faith and not by sight. I can clearly say I have to walk by faith and not by sight because people will fail you. Situations will fail you. Uh, 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 events will fail you. Your own self will fail you. And we access all that God has by faith. And I was reading, y'all know Hebrews 11 and 1. Y'all, y'all ever heard of that scripture before? Y'all ever heard of that? I was reading it. I don't even know what translation that I was reading it in. But it said that Hebrews 11 and 1 says that faith is the confidence. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. We don't know that it's going to happen, but it's confident, being confident in the fact that um, what we hope for will actually happen. Thank you. And I don't, I, I, don't, I don't even know what translation I put that in, but I like when I saw that. Because I started saying faith, faith, what is faith? It's just plain old confidence. Y'all ever seen somebody that, that's like, you're, they're cocky. You know, they're like, no, I just know my God's going to deliver. I just know, you know, I just know. No, that's not cocky. That's confidence. That's being confident and knowing what, who your daddy is, who your father is. And so it is through faith that we release our inheritance to us. It's through faith that we receive and that we operate uh, 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 in the blessings here on earth that God has already said that we could have through faith, through faith. Now, now I'm going to just show you something. It says faith will cause us to have the right mindset. It will cause us to respond with the right conversations and it will cause us to respond with the right actions. What do I mean? Faith will cause us to have the right mindset. You, when you walk in faith and confidence and knowing that your daddy is there, that your daddy said that you can have it, that your father is there. And I'm, uh, uh, I want you to, uh, uh, Isaiah, just write this down. Isaiah 46, three and four, Isaiah, uh, 46, three and four says, and this isn't in my message, but I want to read it to you because I want you to understand, um, this thing about our father. Isaiah 46 uh, verses three and four says, listen to me, descendants of Jacob. And we're descendants of Jacob. It says all who remain in Israel. In other words, God is telling uh, 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 the children of Israel, um, Jacob's descendants. It says, I have cared for you since you were born, since you came out of your mother's womb. God's been caring for you. And then it says, yes, I carried you 
before you were born. Verse four, this is where it really, really stuck with me. A friend of ours shared that with us this week. It says, I will be your God throughout your entire lifetime. God is not going to desert us. God is not going to abandon us. Our daddy, our father is not going to leave us hanging like others will. But it says that until your hair is white with age, meaning from now until your hair is old and gray and you, your father is going to carry you. Your father is going to take care of you. He's going to carry you. And it says, I made you and I will care for you. I made you. So God says, I say to you on this morning, God made us and he's going to care for us. He is going to care for us, but we must walk in, walk in with the right mindset. We have the must have the right conversation. Say about yourself and say about your situation what God says about your situation. What does it say? Get into the word uh, 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 of, of uh, our, our leaders. talked to Pastor Robin and I this week, and he said, just do the word. Do the word. What we have to do is we have to believe and speak the word. We have to do the word. If you don't know what the word says about your situation, find out what your what the word says about your situation, about your inheritance and begin to speak the word. Find out what it says. Have the right mindset because out of your mind, you're going to think it first and then you're going to speak it. Right. So, in other words, if we fill our minds with the word of God, if we fill our minds with his promises, if we fill our mind with the right stuff, we're going to begin to speak the right stuff. Our conversation has to change. Say to yourself, say, God, help me change my conversation. It was so funny this morning. Uh, with all of the technical difficulties that was going on, I told Pastor Robert, I said, if it ain't one thing, it's another. And he sat back then. I don't know if y'all heard him. He said, don't say that. Don't, you know, uh, don't give the enemy that space. And I was like, yeah, I got I got mad for a moment, y'all. I'm going to just say. But he was right. My conversation was wrong. And then he turned around and he said something. He said, oh, yeah, that's right. I just told you. See, it's so easy to say out of our mouth to speak doubt. To speak unbelief, to speak failure, but we have to have the right mindset and it's only going to come through faith. And I'm almost done. Let's look at Hebrews uh, um, 11 and 7. I want to help you to understand how to walk in your inheritance, how to walk in um, those things that God has said that we could have. Hebrews 11 Verses seven and one says, by faith, Noah built a ship in the middle of dry land. Where did he build it at? Who in their right mind builds a ship in the middle of dry land? Who does that? Would you? In the middle of dry land, he was warned about something he could not see. He was warned about something that he could not see. And it says he was warned about it. And then he did what? He acted on what he was told. So in other words, he could not see it, but he acted on that was what he was warned about it. God warned him and he moved out in faith. He moved out in faith and acted on that. 
which God has spoken to him. And the result is, is that his family was saved. It says that um, his act of faith drew a sharp line between the, the evil of the unbelieving world and the righteous of the believing world. As a result, Noah became intimate with God. He drew a line. He said, devil, you ain't crossing this line. He drew a line through that act of faith. He stood up on what God God spoke to him. He stood up and he drew a line and said, this is not going to happen. And all of the, y'all know what Noah, y'all know what happened. He, all of those, Noah kept saying, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. And folks kept saying, oh, you know, this man is crazy. And some things that we do, we're going to look crazy. When we start, when we launch out and when we walk in faith, uh, 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 some things and some people are going to say we've lost our mind. Some people are going to say what in the world is going on. But we are drawing the line between evil and between what God has. Who, what is greater to do? What God told you to do or what somebody else told you to do. What God told us to do. But it says that in his drawing that line and in his walking in faith, he became what with God? He became intimate with God. And I'm not going to go through all of these scriptures, but uh, Hebrews 11, the 11th chapter is a chapter of faith. Um, And it talks about by faith, Abraham was called. He said to leave all that. Y'all know the story of how God told Abraham to leave and travel to a country. He didn't know where he was going, didn't know how he was going to get there. He was just told to go. And it said, and when he left, he had no idea where he was going. That's uh, verse nine. Uh, Had no, uh, verse eight, I'm sorry, had no idea where he was going, but he left. By faith and because of his act of obedience, God blessed him. He said, look at this. He said, as far as the sands of the sea, those that's what your descendants will be because of his act of faith. And I want to give you one more before I close. Uh, uh, let's go to Hebrews. Um, let's look at another one. Hebrews. I'll go to it in here. Hebrews 11. Hebrews. Says by faith Abraham obeyed God. It was by faith. By what? By faith. That even when Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and was too old, she believed. She did what? She believed that God would keep his promise. There's promises that God has made to us. There's promises and there's things that God wants us to walk in as his adopted children. Stop living the old life. Stop living the life of your old family. Don't be like Annie. And want to keep putting on those raggedy clothes that God has already given you a new closet full of clothes. Stop putting on that old mindset. But but believe. And it says, um, and this is uh, one verse I want to get to. And it was by faith that Moses, when he grew, he refused to be called the sons of Pharaoh. Um, it was by faith that the people of Israel 
went right through the Red Sea as though they were on dry ground. But when when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho. They did what? They marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. And not only that, it was by faith that Rahab, the prostitute, was uh, was destroyed with the, was not destroyed with her people, with the people in the city who refused to obey God. For she had given a friendly welcome to the slaves. And then verse 32, it says, how much more do I need to say? I ask you today, how much more does God need to say to you to be able to walk into who you are, to take dominion? You can play, Brother Trinnell. It's by faith that we are going to access those things that God says we can have. How do we walk in who we are? By faith. By faith. That's all it is. By faith. Faith is just having the confidence that what God said he's going to do, he's going to do. What God says we can have, we can have. But we must know what he says we can have. And the only way to know what we can have is we have to get into the word of God. And then when you get into it, when you when you get that scripture, you believe it, stand on it. We can bog ourselves down in trying to know the whole thing. Just get one thing and stand on that one thing. Believe the word. And then when you God gives you that one thing, then you speak it. That when you speak the word of God in faith, you are stepping on the neck of the enemy. <laughs> when you speak the word. You are stepping on the neck of the enemy and telling the enemy not today. You are coming into submission to the word. You're coming into the authority that God has given me. And you're not going to rule my thoughts. You're not going to rule my life anymore. You're not going to rule my emotions anymore. You're not going to determine the course of my life. But I am walking in faith. And faith, my faith is in the word of God that says I have the victory. My God, I'm stepping on your neck today. You're defeated. Stop walking. Beneath our privileges. Everybody got some things today. That they need to put their foot on the neck of the enemy with. I don't know about you but I do. So maybe this message won't for you but it was for me. I'm putting my foot on the neck of the enemy. And I said last week. When you put your foot on the neck of somebody, try to choke yourself and see how long you can breathe. When you put your foot on the neck of the enemy, you cause it to lose its air. You cause it to asphyxiate to where it literally cannot live any longer. 
I grew up in the country where there were snakes. And we wouldn't try to cut the tail off of the enemy because of the tail off of the snake. Because the snake could keep on moving. The first place we went for was the head. And we cut the head off. And even though the snake's body would keep moving for a little while, it would soon die. Why? Because the head was dead. Was cut off. Cut the head off of the enemy on today. What enemy are you facing? My God. Cut the head off of depression. Cut the head off of anxiety. Cut the head off of fear. Cut the head off of whatever is disturbing you on today. Let's be God's children. Let's walk in what he says we can walk in. Let's stand to our feet. Father, we praise you. We thank you. God, we're your children. Help us to walk in who you say we are. Help us to walk in the authority that you've given us. Help us to take dominion, God. Over that which you have given us dominion. Father we need your help. Your daddy. Your word already says that you carry us. And you care for us. So God even times when we don't even. We can't even carry ourselves. God you're carrying us. Even sometimes God when we feel like nobody else cares. And that God I just might as well give up. We can say, God, but you care. So God, help us on today. Help us, God. We're not begging, but we're coming to you as your children and saying, God, we want to be more like you. You're our daddy and we want to resemble you. And we want to be able to pull down those blessings in our life and and pulling it down by faith and having a confidence not in ourselves but in you God because you're daddy you're Abba Father you're daddy you're daddy you're our daddy so God help us to take dominion help us to walk in dominion help us to walk by faith help us to get rid of every form of doubt You said that we could say help our unbelief. So God in areas to where we are walking in unbelief. Help our unbelief God. We can pray that. Let's be honest. So Father we say thank you on today. Because we declare from this day forward. March the 21st. 2021. That we are going to begin to walk as your children. We are going to begin to walk in the dominion. That you have already called for us to have. That you've already said is ours. We're going to be wide God. We're going to walk in dominion every day. It's a day by day process. And every day God. We are going to walk as your children. Not waiting for tomorrow, but taking this day that you have given us. 
So we praise you and we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's just give God a hand clap of praise. Thank you for viewing us on live stream on today. Appreciate your patience. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Y'all, it is time for the church to rise up and be the church. The enemy has beat us down long enough. Am I right, y'all? Anybody feel like that? The enemy has caused us to take a, a, a three, one step forward and ten backwards long enough. I'm tired of it. I don't know about y'all, but it's more to life than what's going on right now. 